Hello, happy Lunar New Year. Welcome to the Soul Tending Podcast. The bright sunny days have returned to the Bay Area and I have been feeling more energized and focused. So I made a digital vision board last Friday to honor my commitment to the new lunar year. Because this year has a lot of Aquarian energy, which connects to the digital technology, it felt right to use the online tools to uh, make the vision board. I was able to grab photos from my albums and online and put together a beautiful visual of what I have already been calling in for quite a while, really since last um, summer of 2022. So the dream was gestating for a while and in fact it is quite in its full term and so the vision board was the most effortless one that I had ever made not just because it was digitally created but also because like I said I have been just stating what I want to manifest this year since last summer Astrology has been so helpful for me in accepting my timeline, even though I have talked a lot about the future, I also have mentioned that the important planets are still in the earth signs. And as we move into the future, we aren't just starting from nothing we are taking what we have built and what we have learned with us and this is how we can maintain our sense of stability security that gives rise to creativity and fertility astrology has been guiding me back to my embodied experience and helping me to closely listen to my soul. Perhaps you would consider creating a vision board this week or when the sun enters Aries and initiates a new astrological year as an affirmation to what your heart desires and what your body is already ready to act on. I have for you a deeply soulful message today. Hence, this is a pretty long intro and I hope you listen all the way to the end of the episode. I want to begin by sharing with you the affirmation I wrote on my vision board for the lunar year 2023. I hope it resonates with you and supports you on your soul journey. I enter a new paradigm where radical belonging is my reality. 
I love from the depth of my heart and act from the root of my spirit. Authenticity is my guide. I answer my needs, honor my feelings, and process complexity. The body and Mother Earth are my gurus. I respect my limits, own my insecurities, and accept my ignorances. I upgrade my mind, explore my ancestral lineage, co-create with my family and community, regulate my nervous system, and cultivate fortitude in the world of impermanence. I am unity and simplicity in the complex reality. This week's delineation of the planetary cycle is bringing so much clarity to my mind and restoration to my heart and body. Getting back to simplicity and unity to me means reconnecting with the moon. The body holds the frequencies of the moon through its feelings, hormonal cycle, and the emotional connection that the body has for other bodies, humans, and more than human. Listening to and caring for the body is tending to the soul. In the wisdom school of the evolutionary astrology which I practice, the moon connects to the body and the moon's nodes or the lunar nodes connects to the soul. Both are always transitioning or in transit. The body is a vehicle or the medium in which the soul can move through its evolutionary journey and transform unconscious feelings into awareness, darkness into light, division into wholeness. This is not a one-way linear journey. It's cyclical and spiral. We learn something, then we unlearn it in order to discover more of that something. We were born with no conscious memories of the before birth, but our body and its emotions hold the frequencies of what our past was and continue to be through the genes our bodies carry. And the more we heal our past generational trauma, the more our soul can evolve and the healthier our body and mind. As the moon grows from complete darkness, the rooting phase into greater light of seeding in the waxing phase to blossom and fruiting in the full phase, there is more and more embodiment which brings greater complexity, beauty, and varieties of relationship that give rise to greater awareness of physical reality. 
During the waning phase, the moon, our bodies, get to assimilate the nutritious impressions and eliminate the toxic information. And all of this is embodiment. The complexity of embodied soul evolution correlates to how the body functions. One very clear example of this is the weight fluctuation in women, and I'm getting down to a very practical experience here. Um, the weight fluctuation in women who are going through the perimenopausal and menopausal phases of their reproductive years. I am going through this myself. So many women at these phases that I know, including myself, are struggling with weight fluctuation and weight gain, or the redistribution, and or increase of the fat tissues, which also relates to muscle reduction. And for many, no matter what they eat or how much they exercise, the weight doesn't come off, or it doesn't get distributed in the way that our body used to look and feel. This is because the metabolic body is regulated by the endocrine system or the hormonal body, which is regulated by the nervous system and brain and vice versa. And all of this is connected to the moon's frequencies. The body's basal metabolic rate is controlled by the thyroid hormones. The anterior pituitary produces thyroid-stimulating hormone, or TSH, which controls the release of the thyroid hormones that control metabolism. And if you are in a constant stress and/or experiencing inadequate sleep or insomnia, your stress responses, including sympathetic nervous system and stimulation of the stress hormones, are hyperactive. These hormones may, over the long term, reduce insulin sensitivity. And causing obesity, lipid disorders, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and coronary heart disease. These conditions are frequently found in populations that have easy access to foods, especially fast food and processed food. It's so interesting to me that. The way to health is to live more simply, like the folks who tend to the land, rise with the sun, and dream with the moon. The more we are caught in the artificial time, artificial intelligence, success, and wealth, the poorer our souls, the more embattled our bodies. Due to the highly processed, man-made 
stress of the civilized modern lifestyle. And I don't mean that wealth and success are bad. I mean that if we are constantly striving to achieve more, then we are caught in the stress loop that actually sabotages true abundance, that is health and contentment. The body produces feelings, moods, and hormones which connect to the moon's motion. Hence, connecting to the moon's cycle helps us slow down the mind, tune into the body, and know when or which period of time or phase the body and mind need to be quieter and slower and which phase our souls need to engage more externally to collaborate with others and embody the physical reality with greater awareness. While the female bodies in the bleeding years can feel the ebb and flow of the internal and external engagements more acutely, all beings on earth resonate with the vibration of the moon and the more we live in alignment with the moon cycle, the healthier our bodies. I hope the information I just shared helps you tune into your body, feeling and intuition and connect to the nature within and without more deeply to the point that you can begin to really receive the cyclical wisdom of your body on a regular basis, on a daily basis. Now, let's take a look at how this week's planets, including the moon, which is considered in astrology a planet, meaning the wanderer, the transitor, <laughs> as well as the stars, can help us connect more deeply with our embodied experience. This week's moon transit provides an increasing light as the moon moves through a new cycle from the new moon in Aquarius to the waxing crescent moon in Pisces and Aries and into the waxing half moon in Taurus at the end of the week. We are feeling more ready now to share our inner light engage with others, and expand the awareness. All the planets are going direct this week. Yay! So <laughs> I am so happy about this. Those of us who had enough rest and done enough mental purification during the heavy retrograde season in the past six months, are now feeling a greater sense of renewal and the readiness to communicate with the world what we have been gestating in the creative womb. 
However, the lunar nodes are constantly tending to the soul and journeying backward to integrate the past. The moon's nodes are always retrograding. The sun in Aquarius squares the north node in Taurus this week indicates the soul's motivation to learn the hard lessons on self-preservation and collective survival. The recent and ongoing tech layoffs reflect the financial hardship related to this transit. So if you have not been listening or watching the news, Oh, Tesla, um, Google, Apple, Amazon, you name it. All of these big giant tech corporations have been laying off tens of thousands of workers. These big tech corporations would like us to believe they are community-oriented and egalitarian And, you know, they are trying their best, but still, they are not a community. They are a business. It's time to decolonize the mind and restore the spirit. Colonial mentality is driven by man-made time, busyness productivity or business is its construct. It alienates us from the cyclical nature, our own feelings, authentic expression, self-worth, and soul purpose, without which we can neither find health nor receive lasting happiness and fulfillment. We can decolonize the mind by slowing down, rest, and relishing each sensual moment. Sun in Aquarius is future-oriented. It is in conflict with the North Node in Taurus, which is about learning from the past. The key to overcoming this tension is to remember that spirit is timeless. To embody timelessness is to be more soulful, which is to slow down. The slower we move, the more we can feel everything more deeply in slow motion and the more we can stretch time and live in the present moment. Knowing how the energy is flowing and recycling through earth and heaven, body and mind, from the astrological perspective, including the moon phases, helps us navigate time more soulfully through the elemental perspective. The beginning of the week feels more energized, easeful, and inspiring, especially Tuesday and Wednesday when the sun makes a sextile to Jupiter and the moon makes a sextile to Pluto and the sun. The emotional body is shifting from 
inner security to outer collaboration. The mood feels lighter, and for some, the mind is more uprooted and chaotic, not knowing which direction to focus. And for some, meaning those of us who have not been regulating our nervous system. Toward the end of the week, on Friday and Saturday, there are conflicting aspects that motivate the mind and heart to do what is right for the soul and the society at large. More than ever, the world needs us to do less, so that the body and earth can repair and regenerate themselves. Tens of thousands of tech workers again have been laid off. This is a necessary downturn that comes after excessive and/or irresponsible growth. More than ever, radical rest is the best service we can give to everyone, including ourselves. All in all, this is an uplifting week. Some planets are still in their retrograding shadow. We are advised to move forward with caution, slowly integrating the fire and air elements while keeping the root system, the earth and water, strong. Is how we can wisely embody this week's energy flow. Now let's explore the daily transits and find out how exactly we can align with the planetary cycle and embody the frequencies of soul integrity. Monday, January twenty third, before dawn, the new moon in Aquarius conjoins Saturn and Venus in Aquarius and finishes up the dream work of building a better future for the new lunar year. By early morning, the moon shifts into the waxing crescent phase in Pisces. And squares Mars in Gemini in the late evening. As more light enters the unconscious, there is a tension between remaining in the restful dream state and awakening to the physical experience that requires mental and physical effort. The moon is void, of course, from late morning to late evening. So take it easy today. Daydreaming is a perfect bridge between darkness and light. On Mars Day, Tuesday, January twenty fourth, the waxing crescent moon in Pisces makes a sextile. To Mercury in Capricorn before dawn, and another sextile to Uranus in Taurus in the morning. 
This transit sets a lovely mood for the day. There is a sense of unity within that allows the mind to be at ease and ready to collaborate with others. The moon conjoins Neptune in Pisces late evening promises euphoric vision. Prepare to receive a grand dream journey with conscious relaxation before bed is a perfect way to end this fantastic day. Sun in Aquarius, sextile Jupiter in Aries at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is an expansive transit today. And this transit is, of course, sandwiched in between those lovely moon aspects. What you have been contemplating, planning, or initiating since Jupiter went into Aries on May 10th last year is now getting the support it needs to grow into physical form. If you have been experiencing much disruption in your life lately, today may bring a breakthrough you have been yearning for. Stretching your mind to perceive the opportunity and acting on it is a big part of actualizing the blessed energy. This transit encourages you to bravely explore a new frontier both mentally and physically. On Mercury Day, Wednesday, January 25th, the waxing crescent moon in Aries is void, of course, from the morning to the evening. This makes it a perfect day to slow down, allowing others the space and time they need to rest gives you the freedom to be in your own company. Even if you know for sure that you love yourself, you may be overlooking the feelings and actions that actually indicate otherwise. Sometimes the action is very mundane and subtle. For example, looking at yourself in the mirror and criticizing your body. I mean, who hasn't done that? I definitely have. Today is the day to observe whether you are treating yourself as you would treat someone you admire, respect, and love, or as someone you loathe and look down upon, as colonialism had done and continue to perpetuate against the native people. This is to say that Please do treat yourself as if you would treat others and treat others as you would treat yourself. On Jupiter Day, Thursday, January 26, Venus entering Pisces at 6.33 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is an enchanting transit. The mutable water of Pisces is sweet and vaporous. 
This period will last until February twentieth. This is the time to expand spiritually and tune into your divine self through embodied prayers, forgiveness, and dreams. As you cultivate open-heartedness, be mindful of unhealthy physical and social boundaries. Intoxication of any kind, from romance to Netflix to sugar and alcohol, is best minimized and avoided during this foggy period. Self-projecting, in particular, putting someone up on a pedestal and seeing only their goodness, is common in the state of unity or the honeymoon phase of this foggy Piscean phase. However, this is the time to tune inward in order to merge with your higher self. As you perceive your divine self, you naturally see the divine in all, and not just in someone whom you deem special. Allow the next three weeks to be the time of connecting to the greater whole. Your self worth equates your divine esteem. On Venus Day, Friday, January twenty seventh. Mercury in Capricorn square Chiron in Aries is a mental struggle to break free from physical pain, but you cannot heal your body with your mind. No matter how much information gathered or knowledge acquired, the only way through pain is feeling it and healing it, emotionally and somatically. Doctors can fix you, and therapists can give you tools and practices. But unless your somatic memory or psychological trauma is healed, your body continues to function in the same imbalanced nervous, hormonal, and metabolic systems, and express weakness and ailment. Healing at the Capricorn and Aries level means aligning your job, career, and business with your gut instincts and energy level. If you continue to take on the work and responsibilities that do not support your body, there will continue to be tension. At work and in the body, yoga and meditation are not remedy for work productivity or stress relief. They are for spiritual expansion rooted in embodiment. When you free your spirit from physical alienation, you will break free from pain, tension, and struggle. The waxing crescent moon in Aries connects to the embodied spirit that is the gut instincts or personal energy. 
Although the experts have categorized the metabolic body into three types, your metabolism is completely unique and the only way to know what, how, why, and why not to eat and act or exercise is through your dynamic awareness of how your dynamic body flow, cycle, and spiral. This is the day to get very clear about the unseen yet deeply and subtly felt experience in your soma, the spirit that runs through your veins, freeing from self-alienation and healing the split between the body and mind begins here. On Saturn Day, January 28th, Sun in Aquarius Square, North Node in Taurus indicates the need for the mind to innovate work routines in ways that support the body. The transit exposes the conflict between the body that needs rest and mind that wants productivity, result, and expansion. The body always wins, even if it means sickness, climate crisis, and massive tech layoffs. Uranus holds the disruptive frequencies of Aquarius that can blast away the excess and the ineffective. A sudden job loss brings a great suffering and it can also inspire a new beginning of a more authentic living that offers greater personal freedom and creative autonomy. The soulful body and earth that connect to the North Node in Taurus have been guiding you toward the reduction, simplification, and restoration phase. This is the time to learn how to survive and thrive with less. If you are making less money than you had in the past, you are not alone and it's not your fault. It is simply your time to rise up to the challenge and evolve your mind. Your body and the planet Earth really, really need you to do less and to do with less in order to preserve more energy, labor, and resources for the future. The moon in Taurus squares the sun in Aquarius before making a trine to Mercury in Capricorn and conjoining Uranus in Taurus indicates that today is the day to rely a little more on the community and social services. The waxing half moon in Taurus phase feels both darkness and light, ease and difficulty. It is as hard to act alone as it is to reach out and ask for help. Help comes in many forms, material, educational, and spiritual. 
receptivity to the generosity of others is foundational to your wealth of all kinds. Abundance mindset includes both the willingness to give and the ability to receive. It is essential for you now during the waxing half moon phase to embody both the light and darkness, retreating and reaching out, giving and receiving. On Sunday, January 29th, Sun in Aquarius, trine Mars in Gemini, brings a flow of creativity and focus. It's a great day to collaborate with others toward your future growth. Connecting with your gut instincts and authentic self-expression will allow you to think outside the box and reinvent yourself. Mercury in Capricorn trine Uranus in Taurus is a closing trine. Mercury made a trine to Uranus recently while it was retrograding on January 8th. The second trine can bring you fresh ideas and innovative visions about all things Taurus and Capricorn, which are very earthy, including job, career, and finance. If you have been feeling stuck in these areas of life, this is the time to bravely charge a new course. And keep in mind that the Earth signs, Capricorn and Taurus, require stability and structure. As you make new plans, don't forget your soul values. You are here on this planet to be an ally and protector of your body and earth. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day and week. By meditating on the soul tending astrology, you are joining me on the elemental journey of soul evolution. The impressions and frequencies you tune into become the feelings, thoughts, and actions that serve your soul's happiness and support your body's health and longevity. This is my intention for you, and by connecting to it, you make it real for both of us. I love you and wish you a slow and steady week full of sensual awareness that heals your body and free your spirit.